0: You ever just look at somebody and you're just like, damn, I'm a slut. (laughs) Yep.
1: Yep. That's what all the guys in my DMs are like. As you should.
0: (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm like turning off all my DMs. I'm isolating.
1: Yeah, I don't want, I'm not checking them. All I see is I have 17 DMs. (laughs) Valid. I'm not opening any of them.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. No, I think, I don't know. We don't have to, well, I'm sure we'll end up talking about it on the podcast.
1: Probably. What? Oh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we won't go into full (laughs) details, but a bitch was sobbing these past two days.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's sad because Kaylee and I have not seen each other in over a week. Because you've been sick. Because I've been sick.
0: Until I came into your room, and we both laid next to each other butt naked, and I yeah. cried on your titties. And
1: literally, my embarrassed <laughs> titty was in your face. I kind of felt bad. I was like... Whoa. No,
0: I was like, feels like I'm being held by my mother.
1: <laughs> Good.
0: No, Good. I just had to... I know. I was like, damn, I'm probably getting her titties wet with all these tears.
1: <laughs> I liked it. Slip and slide. Oh, my God. Last night. No. This is amazing. <laughs> okay, so...
2: <laughs> oh,
0: no. What?
1: Um, me and Des were in your room when she was here. I think we were, like, watching something on the TV. I don't when know. When was this? This was, like, two months ago.
0: Oh, I thought it was, like,
1: recently. No, we didn't just go in there. I probably asked, and you probably knew. But we were looking in your vanity mirror, and we, like, both had our titties out, and we were, like, just fucking stuck. <laughs> Smack oh, you did tell me about that. <laughs> yeah, and last night when we were getting ready to go out, yeah. we were like, oh, damn, we wish Kaylee was here to just be smacking shit with her big old titties. You know and Jordan was like, she could knock me out with those things. <laughs> and then me, Desiree, and Jordan were all talking about your big-ass tits.
0: I love that so much. Maybe that's why my ears were burning last night.
1: Yeah, we were talking about you a lot. Who just texted you? Nobody.
0: Oh, Girl, don't start. I'm already sweating.
1: Oh, hell <laughs>
0: Nobody. Damn, nosy ass. Knocked the fuck out.
1: Yeah, that's what I said. I'm a of fucking
0: Lorazepam. I was
1: out. Yeah, Jordan and I were here. She was like, go wake Kaylee up. I'm like, I'm not waking her ass up. She, you know me. You yeah, love me. I was like, no. <laughs> no. She's like, she's <laughs> sleeping at 5 p.m. I was like, yes. <laughs> she,
0: yes. Because she yes. fucking pulled me out of bed and he was like, I'm not letting you sit by yourself. We're going to go out. And then we just Aww. drove around. He was like, you're going to be passenger princess. <laughs> and we're just going to listen to angry music. And then we did. And then we went to Office Depot and he stole a whole bunch of stuff. And then we went to Barnes and & Noble and he stole a whole bunch of stuff. Did he steal for you? No. Oh. I was like, I don't want to be involved in your crime.
1: Yeah.
0: No, he literally stole. I'm not going to say what he stole because the the things did go off. And so <laughs> I didn't know so I'm downstairs on the bottom floor and he calls me he's like we're leaving we're leaving right now I was like what just happened and he was like we need to go just and I'm like okay get out this door and he's like so I stole this and this and this And I'm like you I'm a black woman in America yeah. this could have gone so badly mm-hmm. but um it went fine at
1: yeah. least he went out like without you so then it only beat for him
0: yeah but did
1: that have like a sensor on the book
0: yeah I think well it wasn't a book so I think maybe that mm. was why, but I don't know. I was like, maybe it was on the wrapping and he thinks that maybe there's like something in between the pages. I was like, I don't know. Cause I've stolen from Barnes and Nobles before. I shove books in my bags all the yeah. time and I've never had
2: anything
1: go off. I'm surprised that like nobody was like, what the fuck? Well, he
0: purposely, listen, this man likes, he knows what he's doing. He went out when two other guys went out. So who knows who did it?
1: oh my god that's kind of sneaky yeah sometimes he was
0: like i hope you're not mad at me for stealing i'm like i steal all the fucking time if it's from a corporate i don't give a fuck because you know they already make millions should we like introduce the podcast (laughs) (laughs) because we've just been talking
1: we have okay hello everybody it's your host
0: Caroline it's Kaylee and my tonsils are swollen. we're not gonna talk about how I sound right now
1: oh if I could give them a kiss I would and you don't want to yeah you ever like
0: really look at your tonsils
1: no I got them removed when I was like in fourth grade I wish I had strep throat like every day. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think about getting them removed, but I know like getting them removed as an adult is so much more painful. And
1: that's crazy to me because I could not eat or drink for like two weeks when I got my tonsils out. I was seriously in pain. That would be my last straw. Yeah, don't get them out. Mm. But I feel like I should because
0: a lot of people talk about when you get your tonsils removed, it helps with your immune system because so much gets held in your tonsils. And that's why people are prone to getting sick. (laughs) <laughs> literally puss why is everybody Wait, in milwaukee ooh, fucking call calling me, me. quiet call on me. set besties um i think it's just the fucking telemarketers and all that kind of shit yeah it's and weird
1: that it's a 414 number though
0: yeah but i think it also has to do with like politics and shit because the fucking uh, yeah, yeah. i that's coming up but anyways what are we talking about today?
1: Today we're talking about friendship. <laughs> the ups, the downs, the sideways, the in-betweens, the insides-outs, and the motherfucking bestie mm-hmm.
0: things. Mm-hmm. Bestie things. Go watch the first episode if you haven't listened to it yet. It's pretty good. Um, You have the list. I don't. So if you want to...
1: Oh, I don't have... Let me whatever try she to find it. she DM'd it. you with. Okay, let's just make something up because, like I said, I have 17 DMs right now. I can't find anything. So, Kaylee, mm. in your 22 years of living, yeah. tell us something. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> That's not specific at all. Friendships. Um. Have you had successful and unsuccessful friendships? And what made these friendships successful or not? Throw in a little story if you want.
0: Um, I feel like one of the things that I've learned is that it's always kind of in your best interest not to fuck your friends. Do I still do it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like growing up, teen years into like your early 20s, maybe avoid it. Um, cause I don't know. I've lost a lot of friendships, specifically with men where when you end up fucking, it just does not go right. Cause someone catches feelings or somebody hurts somebody else. And then. I don't know. With my perspective on sex, not a lot of people view sex the way that I do. So that causes issues. Because then, like, I don't know. I fuck a lot of Scorpio men, and I really shouldn't do that. And Gemini men, and I really shouldn't do that. And Cancer men, I shouldn't (laughs) do that. Because they have mommy issues. And I have mommy milkers, so that's probably why (laughs) we're here in these situations. Um, It might be time to be
1: celibate. Just yeah. for a little while.
0: I don't know if I can really tolerate anything right now.
1: Same girl. Celibacy season. For <sighs> real. i real. hot talking- girl season. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that we're talking about like fucking and I asked you about friends. <laughs>
0: well, I feel like they all <laughs> coincide with one another. But yeah, no. Um, I feel like I have really great friends. Um, And my longest running friendship that's still to this day is fucking God. I don't know um 10 plus years and those are my friends from middle school and it's just like i don't know i think it's the fact that we're all growing with each other um and like we're all very consciously aware of that and um i don't know they're just my most platonic soulmates and i love them and we can go as we are currently like months without talking to each other and then it's like nothing changed when we do talk because it's like I know you're not doing this to spite me. You're an adult. You live your life. And we'll see each other when we see each other. And I support you where you are. You support me where I am. And I think that's all you can ask for, a healthy friendship. Um, but yeah, you shouldn't fuck your friends. I don't know. I don't like saying that because I like fucking my friends. It's just when people make sex complicated, <laughs> that's when I, I have to check out of that. What about you?
1: Um, I have had... A roller coaster of friends in my life. I know. Like, <laughs> wow. It's crazy. It is honestly so hard to find people mm-hmm. that you actually vibe with that aren't, like, putting a front on mm-hmm. or, like, don't switch up on you. That is just from a wristband. That's not from anything mm-hmm. else. I was just checking. Anyways, guys, seriously, wow. Friendship <laughs> is a hard like.
0: Should we talk about the iconic friendship that I had to live through when oh my God. I was living up your ass?
1: Yeah, so when Kaylee was in love with me. Damn. All right. <laughs> All right. M- let's say
0: pining after because I wasn't over my ex. Oh. Oh.
1: <laughs> okay, anyway. <sighs> I feel like I need to give a backstory. Kaylee's still laughing. I'm just like, damn, reality check on the beat.
0: You weren't over your ex either, so don't play on my face
1: like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, flashback Friday to me growing up. Mm-hmm. I kind of was bullied in, like, middle school and high school. People constantly told me I was annoying and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just being myself. So when people tell you you're annoying for being yourself, it's kind of like, damn. Yeah, it just makes you feel bad. Like, mm. thank God I was like pretty and was like good at sports. Because <laughs> thank God I God was pretty.
0: I need that on a shirt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we make that a sticker.
0: We should make that. A sticker.
1: We should make stickers. Thank
0: God I'm fucking pretty.
1: <laughs> Literally, if I wasn't pretty and I wasn't good at things and like. Stuff like that. Y'all, I would have been the weirdest kid around. I would have had to be eating a lunch alone (laughs) in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. But anyways, growing up, I didn't really have a lot of friends that, you know, were actually my friends. Because I was from a small town. It was hard to find people who had, like, interests or same interests as me. And with that, I didn't even know what my interests were. Because I was surrounded by people who, I don't want to say got in the way of my growth because they didn't. We were all just growing up and coming of age, and that just happens. But I really wasn't able to just, like, truly understand and know myself. Mm -hmm. So then I moved to Milwaukee when I was 18. Keep talking. And I met some great-ass people at the time, Mm -hmm. and they were my doormates and whatever. You know, when you first move to college, you're just trying to get along with whoever. Mm -hmm. And it was very convenient for me to be their friends because we lived in the same room. So, a lot of times people would be like, these are your friends? Like, what? I didn't think these were going to be your roommates, la, la, la. And I was always like, what do you mean by that? Because personally, I can get along with just about anyone. Mm -hmm. I can relate to you. I'll listen to you. I am not a judgmental being at all. Mm -hmm. So, this is why I attract a lot of people and a lot of different personalities. Um... But after a while, you know, just being their friends were, wasn't really fulfilling because I could see that we were going down different paths. I'm so grateful for them because they taught me so much. Yeah. But I feel like the whole time I was their friends, they didn't really respect me as an individual. And I could tell that like they thought I was annoying, mm. just like how people thought I was growing up. So when people around you aren't like really validating you, especially I think your friends, you want to dim your light or mm. you want to. Like, just if you're a turtle, you just go back in your shell because you're just being yourself, and people don't appreciate it, and you're just like, damn, let me just not be anything then. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I think I'm very funny these days, Mm -hmm. but, like, for a minute, I was not. I was just literally depressed because I wasn't surrounded by people who truly loved me, Mm -hmm. and... You know, you meet people in life all for different reasons. and I did meet them for great reasons. And then my first, like, relationship when I moved to Milwaukee was great because I found my confidence and I found those things back, which I needed. Um, But as time progressed, I was starting to find more and more out about myself Mm -hmm. because I've always tried to live to be my most authentic self. But sometimes you just can't. Right. And it's not the best feeling. Mm -hmm. But after this, after my relationship ended, I was very confident, and I was starting to, like, act like myself again. But, uh, like I said, I was still attracting a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. And this is what Kayla's was talking about before <laughs> with the <a> friend. Um, <laughs> let's just call her... <laughs> you pick it. No, don't. Kristen. <laughs> Wait, who are you talking about? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Let's just call her Chris, Kristen, cause um, oh. fuck that bitch, <laughs> but respectfully, mm. not even. Okay, go for oh it. Oh my god. So this girl had a lot of character traits that I really liked. She was a leader. She was funny. I'm at not gonna put my two cents anywhere. I'll let you just talk. <laughs> at first, you know, it's like you always see the positives about someone. You see the good things. You meet someone new and they tell you, this is how I view life. These are more morals. These are my ethics. And you just believe them because, you know, you don't really see that shit in action. But then people get comfortable. Mm -hmm. And when people get comfortable, they start really being themselves. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, damn, you are literally so narcissistic and rude. And then it's like you're at a point that it's like I'm in too deep because Mm -hmm. like we are besties. And now you're acting so different, switching up on me. Then you're just like, shit. Well, I like all this stuff about them. And I like the memories we have together. And I like spending time with them. So it's like you kind of just try to go with the flow. Right. Until you can't anymore, because bitches are rude as hell. And I don't
0: mean to be that person, but you and I had only known each other for a month. And I'd only known that person for a month. And I told you from the jump, shit was sus. Yep.
1: Just saying. It's crazy when people, like, tell you they're confident in things. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you just believe it. Like, okay, let's go baddie. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, Wow.
0: You're a liar. You're a fucking liar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. What do you think was, like, the true downfall to that relationship?
1: Um, I was literally just trying to be myself. I feel like, you know, as a human, you do evolve and you do change. But, you know, you stick to your main core ethics and values. And, like, there was a time in my life where I like to go out a lot because, you know, I was just going through it. I just turned 21. Like, that's just what any 21-year-old would do. And I always have been super hard on myself. So, like, I did feel bad about going out, Mm -hmm. and I kind of, like, had a drinking problem. Well, I think it was a problem, but, like, other people may not have. But, like, I was drinking a lot when I was going out. And I asked my – I asked this hoe, do you want to go out with me? And – She invited her other friend, and she was like, "Yeah, let's go out." Oh wait, no, that's not what happened. That was a different time. Okay, (laughs) so listen to this, (laughs) y'all. I'm sorry, I got confused. Hmm. That was a different bit.
0: (laughs) Wait, who are you? I'm lost now.
1: Okay, I'm talking about. Yeah, but that was still the same person, right? Yeah, it was. That was just a different situation. Okay. So this is how it actually. This was the day we stopped being friends. This is exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. This person was in like a uh, Shakespeare play, and they DM'd me on Instagram. It was like a Shakespeare comedy play. Like it seemed like a funny skit, and they gave me a ticket, and I was like, "Well, I want to bring my friends." And I invited this girl. And she was like, I want to bring my friend as well. So I was like, hey, can you give me two extra tickets? And they were like, yeah. They literally, like, saved three seats for us, and we were going to get in for free. So that was the plan. Let's just say the play or whatever it was started at 7. I Earlier that day, I was like, do you want to go to this play? They're like, yeah, whatever. I was like, okay, it starts at 7, be at my house at 6. They show up to my house at, like, 8. I feel bad, because this person just gave us three free seats to their show. That's
0: disrespectful. Yeah,
1: like, it's just rude as hell. Like, clearly, they can see the three seats are empty. So, I'm like, damn. And, like, they wanted to drink at my place and, like, get high and shit before we went, which is fine. I'll get high and I'll get drunk. But it's like, okay, you're already running an hour late. You're Mm -hmm. kind of pissing me off. That's just rude as hell. Um, You don't need to drink that much. Mm -hmm. Especially because, (laughs) 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 rewind, okay, (laughs) earlier, like, let's say two hours after I invited them out to this weird-ass Shakespeare shit, Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, my friend is DJing tonight, Um, we can go, you guys need to let me know if you want to go or not so he can put our names on the guest list, Mm -hmm. and they were like, okay, let's go. So I was like, okay, we're gonna come, and I messaged him that. So this DJ is letting us in, and then whatever they de- just they come over and they decide they don't wanna go to Shakespeare anymore. So I'm like, whatever, like let's just go out still. So we go to Chiba Hut because it was right by Miramar, and like Miramar is where we were gonna go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's go to Chiba Hut. It's really close to Miramar, and. They, like, looked at me weird, and I was like, oh, I know you bitches don't want to go out anymore, but if you don't want to do something, say it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not my job to read your mind.
0: Damn. Damn, I need that one on a shirt. (laughs)
1: Continue. Literally. And so we get to Chiba Hub. We're eating. We're all, like, drunk and high as hell at this point. And I'm like, okay, are you guys ready to go out? Me and this girl's friend were, like, dancing. We're like, yeah, we're ready. Then this hoe is like, You never even told me about this. No, I don't want to go out. I'm not spending $15 to get in. If someone's inviting you out, mind you, I had my ticket paid for because, you know, that's just who I am. Per. Sorry, that's not you, bitch. Per. But I was like, listen, the fucking DJ thing is packed now. I know we're on the guest list, but there's not even enough room for us to get in. They'll still let us in, but you guys are gonna have to pay fifteen dollars. And she's like, I'm not paying fifteen dollars. If someone wants to me to come out, they need to be paying for me. This is Milwaukee. This is bummy. I'm not doing that. I'm like, Girl, shut the fuck up. You're not you're not Mariah Carey or something. Like mm-hmm. you're no one even knows who you are, <laughs> no offense. And whatever, like, and that wasn't the first time this happened. Like, we were gonna go to Lucid, and this DJ invited her out, but she gets there. Lucid is a club, by the way. Yeah, Lucid is a club. We get there, and the DJ is not answering her DMs. Mm -hmm. Am I surprised? No. Oh. So (laughs) we're waiting outside. And she's getting pissed and I'm like, let's just go in. Like we can still have a good time. Whatever. It's ten dollars. Who the fuck cares? Pay ten dollars to get in.
0: Oh no, bitch. I'm not that bitch. I am not paying ten dollars to get in nowhere.
1: But you are fine as hell.
0: Yeah, but still, I'm just saying, you're not gonna catch me doing that shit. Continue. <laughs> Continue. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Continue. So I guess I'm not always right because I guess everyone's not that bitch, so maybe I shouldn't be so mad. But like we were waiting outside in the freezing cold. And then right as they're like about to let us in and I'm about to literally hand them the money, I could tell she didn't want to go anymore. I was like, girl, I got you. I will pay for your ticket. Don't fucking worry. She's like, no, I'm not going in. So we literally left lucid and now we're like walking around in the freezing cold. It's like, clearly you don't like going out, but that's fine. Just tell me I don't want to go out.
0: It is such a Milwaukee thing to still go out when it's like below zero. Yeah, it is. Nobody else like my I have a friend who used to work at the same job that we work at. And now she's in Phoenix and she's like posted on her story. She's like, everybody looks at me weird because like I can drink most people under the table. And I'm like. Maybe that's because of where you were born and raised. Yep. Nobody does it like Milwaukee.
1: For real. Wisconsin is such a drunk state. I think like there's so many drunk cities here in the state mm. that like make the top five list or something. We're like the
3: top fifty. We have uh forty five out of the top fifty drunkest counties in the United States.
1: And y'all wanna be mad that when I turn twenty one I wanna go out and drink <laughs> at the clubs. Well, I mean,
0: I still haven't gotten drunk. To each their own, babe.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. It's going to happen one day, and it's probably going to happen with you, and I don't know how I'm going to behave.
1: Last Th- night, I was really sassy when I was drunk. See, I was causing problems. It
0: depends on what liquor you drink. Yeah. Because, like, what is it? What I'm trying to, like, remember which. I feel like it's, like, tequila, is it, that gets you sassy?
1: Um, wine. Wine. Okay.
0: I will. So, tequila gets you just what? Just, like,
1: chill, I think.
0: Okay, and then brown liquor?
1: I don't know. I don't even know. Shake some ass, maybe. Valid. Brown liquor's my go-to.
0: Anyways, continue your story. Sorry. <laughs>
1: you're good. No, I just think I stopped being friends with these people because it's like we're too different. Like, if you're feeling some type of way, literally just tell me that. I can't just...
0: As a person who saw the beginnings of that friendship from the outside perspective... Yeah, let
1: me know, because I'm confused still.
0: I think it was just mainly that she was in love with you, and oh. was it was not reciprocated. Yeah. And so she just became resentful towards the end.
1: Yeah, that's so valid. I forgot that happened. I didn't,
0: because it fucked up my connection with you. Oh, that bitch shit. was fucking crazy.
1: Literally. That makes sense, though, because when we were at EDC Orlando, she was like... You're so beautiful. And I was like, thank you. So are you like as a friendly and way. Like, and she was you like, you have a
0: crush on me. I have a crush on you. Yeah. I was like,
1: what? She was like, I have a crush on you. You have a crush on me. Let's just kiss. And I was like, oh, uh. she
0: was in love with you, babe.
1: Yeah. I was like, what? And she was like, you don't have a crush on me. I was like, "Uh." <laughs> I mean, I like you as a friend but i actually did kind of fuck things up because after i said that she still wanted to kiss so i was like okay we can kiss as friends and then we were like showering naked together (laughs) yeah (laughs) plot twist but it's like i told you i don't have a crush on you like if you don't want to see my ass and titties as a friend because i want my friends to see my ass and titties like It's just comfortable. Yeah, but, like,
0: I don't know. If someone told me they didn't have feelings for me and then we showered together right afterwards, I'd be like, well, shit, I need to go talk to my therapist about this one because someone has to tell me what the fuck is going on.
1: I guess, but it's like, this has happened multiple times. I don't know. I (laughs) know. I'm one of those bitches that you did that to. (laughs) I think I leave people on on accident. (laughs) Oh, shut up, Katie. (laughs) Let's talk to my therapist about that one. Uh, What does... (laughs) literally though because another friend i had we stopped being friends because she was jealous and i was like what the fuck is this and she's like when you meet people you just feel like a safe space and you make them feel comfortable and they start thinking it's something it's not and then they realize it's not that and shit gets weird see
0: that's what happens when i am like nice to men when i sleep with them and they haven't they haven't had that before mm-hmm. when i'm like treating them like a decent human being mm-hmm. and they're like <gasps> and i'm like oh baby <laughs> i'm like no i just wanted to be nice yeah i just need to show you that someone else in the world can treat you like this that doesn't mean it's gonna be me but you deserve to have a good time
1: i feel like that's what i ought to do yeah
0: but there has gotta be some clarification i'm at fault of that as well
1: Yeah. Well, with you, it was different. I did like you, but then I like had a mental breakdown, flew to Florida, fell in love with a fucking crazy ass man. Like that was a different situation than these other two things.
0: And then I spiraled.
1: But it's okay. Yeah. Because anytime
0: someone breaks my my heart, I get hotter. Yeah.
1: You just did your makeup all the time. You look good as hell. That's how I
0: cope. I'm like, if I can't control everything else going on, I'm just going to control what I can put on my face.
1: Yeah. Like that heart, that pink heart look girl that which one the
0: one with the diamonds or the one with like hearts all over my face the hearts all over your face for valentine's day because we were supposed to do a photo shoot together and then you ghosted me i'm sorry (laughs) you.
1: (laughs) you know we can't all be perfect but i'm pretty damn close anyways moving on
0: this is why you shouldn't fuck your friends
1: yeah even though
0: we still fuck from time to time yeah when was the last time we fucked?
1: Not. It's been a it's long been time. Yeah. Like months.
0: Mm-hmm. Was it when we made the content or was when was the time that we went no that was in December because I remember what my nail set looked like
1: <laughs> oh my god I love that's how you how you can that's time. how I determine time yeah. for
0: everything whatever nails that I had at that time so it was when we made the content in January which we still haven't gotten the fucking videos for but let's not talk about
1: that oh my fucking
2: god
0: even though we signed a contract even though it was supposed to get back to us in two weeks and now it's been like two months
1: we won't talk about it <laughs> Anyways, I made a mistake. (sighs) I just want
0: my videos. Honestly, I don't even want to know what I looked like.
1: I'm like, did we look bad?
0: I feel like I looked bad. Like,
1: is that what was happening? I've never used a
0: strap on like that before. I just know my titties were in my face. Like, (laughs) bitches were out of control. I don't want to see. And I know I have busted a sweat. Like down my back, bro. Like, couldn't. <laughs> I don't want to see what that looks like.
1: Yeah, I'm like, what if it's just like ugly? I would rather he just say that. Like,
0: just be yeah, for, just be, be like, so ferociously no, fucking ferocious. It with doesn't me right look now. good, right? Like, I just let me know because that's we recorded for like six hours. Yeah,
1: that's crazy. <sighs> um, see, it's
0: so funny. We're here to talk about friendship, and then we get on a tangent about fucking. And only fans, and that's just who we are.
1: (sighs) Yeah. It's hard. It's just hard when people fall in love with you all the time. Like, can I breathe?
0: That is the most narcissistic Sagittarius shit. But it's true. This is
1: why all my friendships end.
0: Okay, out of all the friends that you have right now, who would you fuck?
1: None of them. Really? Yeah.
0: I don't believe you. I, yeah, see, I knew. I knew it. I knew exactly what you were talking about. Have that same thing happen. See, this is what I'm talking about. Y'all just need to set boundaries when it comes to sex, and it'll make things a lot easier. <sighs> I'm like, you can't fall in love with me. Then they know from the jump that they can't fall in love. But
1: she literally is always saying to me, like, if I was to date one person, it would be you. Like, she says things that are just, like, red flags. Like, I know if we fucked, she would fall in love because, literally, she's like, I love you. She's always saying that. I'm like, she's like, I would literally date you. And I'm just sitting there like, I would not date you. Ooh. Like, how do we, how do you say that respectfully? I just
0: had flashbacks. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> you know, it's just like, you just smile and wave. <laughs> Sm- you smile and wave, boys. Smile and eye, boys. Like, I don't know what to say. Like, oh, I just think we should be friends. Well, I would
0: just be straight up be like, Bessie. Listen we can fuck, but that's that's gonna be it. You cannot fall in love with me,
1: but you tell people that, and they do anyways. <laughs> well, then that's
0: their fault. You made the decision, you made the clarification,
1: but then you can't be friends anymore, and it's sad. I don't know sometimes the pussy is worth it.
3: well would you guys say that uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Would you guys say then the combination of having sex. And being good friends, mm-hmm. wouldn't you say that that's most people? It's what they're looking for,
0: like in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, it's like if you're not in the place for that, I don't know. There are certain ways to do it, you know. Like friends with benefits can be a thing if done properly. I see you shaking your head.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's a it's a little more complicated.
0: I think so, too. For most
3: people, because I feel like there are some people who that's not an issue at all, but I feel like a lot of people say it's not an issue, but when it comes down to it, they struggle with that a lot.
0: Yeah, but as a person who has gone through it in so many different ways on so many different occasions, I have had times where it has worked, and it's just like, I don't know, (laughs) just valuing your friendship and knowing, I don't know, it's like... explain it of course it comes from a place of oh i appreciate you and i know sex is an intimate thing but our relationship is already intimate not to the point of it being romantic but enough to a point where like i could do a physically intimate thing with you i feel like it's just about drawing certain boundaries now has there been times where i personally couldn't do it yes i am not gonna front and say that it is easy i think it really depends on that person that you're doing it with that's my personal opinion
3: yeah, I guess what I was saying is like, I guess the main three things that coincide with relationships. <coughs> excuse me. Are um, you know, there's the romantic side, there's mm-hmm. the friendship side, and then there's the sexual side.
0: Right. So if there's no r- romance to it, you're isn't right, it Just yeah. friends with benefits.
3: But but sometimes those two out of the three, you know, can really l- lead you on a path to where all i'm saying is i've fallen for it all right i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. i've definitely fallen for it but i've also I've been on the other side exactly so I, I get both perspectives but i definitely can see how people are like oh this almost has everything let's just make this everything then and it's just not the same
0: yeah so. i don't know it's like it like it's like being caroline if we wanted to we could easily fuck though we haven't in a while. I don't know. It's just, we just don't want to. Um, but Your I also dreams th- say
1: otherwise.
0: Anyways. Um, but I also know that it wouldn't be a romantic thing at the end of the day. Because we... Lo- oh, my God. Dude, please. <laughs> we love each other. But, I don't know. One, we've already been through that together. And we know how that went. And then, two, it's just like I value too much to potentially fuck up the relationship by adding romantic aspects to it And sorry like i love this individual as she is and oh so <laughs> uh! she licked my hand um and i i don't know it's just hard to explain like the connection that i have with you i couldn't have with another person i couldn't just randomly fuck any of my friends whereas like with you it's just it's just what we are and it's fine and it works and I know that it's not going to end up with us trying to potentially pursue something romantically because that's just not us now if this was a different person sh- I don't know maybe that'd be different but I don't know what about you Caroline how do you feel about friends with benefits
1: it doesn't work no not at all it literally doesn't work <laughs> I'm the odd man out <laughs> Because I'm like, I thought this was friends with benefits. Now you're trying to be a relationship with benefits. Okay, but reference our relationship as it is right now. Okay. Does that not work?
0: But I'm saying when we were fucking, like back in December and January. Okay.
1: But that's different because we both have OnlyFans and we're comfortable with our bodies and we don't view sex the same as most people. Exactly. So I'm saying. So yeah, I guess it does depend on the individual. Thank you. But there have been situations sh- that I really liked, like a guy, and really wanted to like do things with him, but I was just like, I value our friendship too much. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I know <if> we <laughs> fucked. Um. We couldn't be friends anymore, and now we're not friends anymore because they have a girlfriend, like, rude.
0: (laughs) See, that's why that wouldn't have worked, because why are you thinking about him like that? Why do you think it's insulting that he has a girlfriend now?
1: I don't think it's insulting that he has a girlfriend. I think it's insulting that we were literally slimes in there for each other at the lowest, and then once you get a girlfriend, you want to switch up and not be my friend or talk to me ever again. Well, that's because he had a fucking crush on you, dude. It's hard when everyone loves you, y'all.
0: I think it's just difficult for, I don't want to say men and women, but I feel like I've always noticed a difference in regards to my friendships with men, that one way or another, someone tries to sexualize or romanticize something.
1: Definitely, and this is seriously why I don't have any straight guy friends. Like, let's talk about Sorry, Lorenzo.
3: <laughs> oh, it's fair. It's definitely fair.
1: Well, like, are we really friends? Well, okay. Oh! God, are you, are you still, are you on wine right now? <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> saying, like, fun. we don't talk or anything. No, no, like, no.
3: Well, I, I will say I, I agree with you on that, that <laughs> it's we, hard. But it's possible, I would say. And it's for at least a, a pers- from a guy's perspective, from a straight guy's perspective, it's possible in the sense that, like, you know, just because, like, I have, Female friends, right? How I have, many I have of those female
0: of friends have you had a situation with one way or another?
3: All of them. But, 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 <laughs> but, 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 it's not, it's just more of like, you get to a point where it's, you know, it, you value the friendship way more than all, all that other stuff, right? Where like, you know, I rather keep you as a friend than ever try to do anything else because you know i don't want to don't want either of those things but two that would also just disrupt everything mm-hmm. where like i'm perfectly okay with just you know being friends um especially with like people that you've grown to learn that like oh she's a great friend i could never date this person valid right? like there's those type you, people. Honey. Yeah. <laughs> like you I have friends, female friends, and I was like, yeah, definitely, like, awesome, I love hanging out with them, you know, I have a great time with them, um, but you definitely see things, you're like, oh, that, no, no. I cannot, I cannot yeah. date that person, so, yeah, it's possible.
0: It's so funny, because, like, I feel like, in the few weeks that we've been recording this podcast, my whole perspective on relationships has changed, because <laughs> <laughs> I spent, like, so much time being like, yeah, like, I enjoy polyamory, and now I'm, like, realizing, no, I just want to be monogamous. It's gross
1: i love it it's cute no it's not
3: it's bound to happen
0: (laughs) but um i don't know i see that's the complicated thing too because like i feel like you want to start off as friends you want to get to know a person before you decide whether or not there's like a romantic aspect that can be developed because i feel like i've consistently made the mistake of trying to jump into romance without Mm -hmm. knowing a person but then it's like i don't know relationships are complicated
1: Yep. 40 minutes already? Wow. Jesus, That's so true, though. That's why with my current boo, Mm -hmm. I'm just fangirling because we were friends first Mm
2: -hmm.
1: for
0: like two years. Do you have a preference of being friends first and then seeing how things go? Or do you like just like innately knowing that you want things to be
1: romantic with someone and then going from there? Hmm. I feel like in past situations, I knew I wanted things to be romantic and went from there and they all did not work out. Mm. So I feel like it's really cool that with Quay. Oh, we're dropping names now. With him, it's just, you know, it was vibes at first. Like, you know, obviously I always thought he was cute and had a crush on him and everything. But it wasn't like, oh, my God, I want to date you. Right. But I think what helped is like he lives over a thousand miles away. So even if I did feel that way, you it's were like, forced to get to know him before you know. there was even opportunity.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. Interesting. What about you, Lorenzo?
3: <laughs> in in what sense?
0: Do you value the idea of being friends first and then seeing how things might play out romantically? Or do you like inherently going from a romantic standpoint into a relationship?
3: So, years ago, you know, when I was a lot younger.
0: You're 24. I dude. know,
3: I know, but... <laughs> Do you say that you approach things the same way now as you did when you were nineteen?
0: I was very mentally ill when I was nineteen. So
3: was I. (laughs) So I would attach to the first thing that would happen romantically for me. Now I, it's a rule of mine. I need, like, I need the friendship first. Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that that is one hundred percent for sure, for certain. The friendship is there because I want to be, you know, with my best friend. That's Mm -hmm. what I want to be with. You know, I don't want. I don't want a girlfriend. I want a best friend. So that's... Yeah. so good, fucking guess.
1: cute. Wait, okay, so what do you mean when you say you used to attach to the first romantic thing? Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, like any sort of female that would give me any sort of attention at all? it's all it took. You're, You're just there, like, I yeah. love you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. mm-hmm.
0: Mommy and daddy issues yep. over here. <laughs>
3: yep. so that... uh, Yeah, that didn't pan out very well mm-hmm. most of the time. Um, but uh, yeah, I've now made sure that, you know that won't happen again valid
1: so. um that's interesting yeah yeah well
3: you didn't even answer it do you
1: you like friendship or do you want friendship then romance
3: oh yeah yeah well
1: mm,
3: i want like at the beginning at least some sort of mixture of both right, right?
1: like you have a crush or sure, something. sure
3: yeah mm-hmm. but i want to i want to be able to establish that you know because my love language is um, quality time, right? right? I want to be able to just sit in a room with you and be cool with that.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know what I mean? Like, we don't have to cuddle. We don't have to do anything. I want to be able to just sit in a room and be comfortable mm-hmm. and just, like, feel your presence and to the point where, like, I know that that person, you know, that person is there. Right. So all that other stuff is great and the stuff that I want, but that is... That comes later. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: What's your love language, Caroline? I don't really know all of them.
0: There's <laughs> physical, um, quality time, gifts, um, uh, words of affirmation. And there's
3: one more: receiving. Receiving? Yeah, okay. there's gift-giving and gift-receiving. Okay.
0: I literally feel like it's all of them. Which one do you lean towards the most? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know.
1: What do you feel like your love language to other people is? Um probably words of affirmation and like giving things. I love to like make things for people I love, like little sentimental, like cute arts and crafts things. Mm-hmm. Just be like, I love you. Yeah. No,
0: my love language to others is definitely gift giving. If I start spending a shit ton of money on you, I have the fattest crush.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: that's the best way to determine whether or not I have a crush on you. That's how you know I'm down bad. Like,
1: you know, I think I definitely am that because I just bought a hat for this man. Cause I was like, oh, I know he would like that. That's because you're thinking of them.
0: See, that's why I think it's cute. And it's also like I'm so protective when it comes to my money mm-hmm. that if I'm just throwing my shit around, shit, I'm I'm in this shit.
1: Yeah, that is super valid.
0: But yeah I feel like my love language has changed over time, like what I need.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: know like I've always need words of affirmation, mm-hmm. and I feel like physical touch is important, but I don't know. I don't really know what like my current one is. Um, mine used
3: to be uh physical touch, it used to be like i I thought it was, but then I just come to realize that it's it's always been quality, quality time, time, yeah that, like. Not even just with, you know, romantic partners, just with friendships and yeah. just people around me in my life. It's like just having them around, you know, mm-hmm. that's all I really need. Yeah, yeah I, I feel quality like
1: quality time is very valid. Yeah, but then again, like, I do love physical touch. Like, I love to hold hands with my friends. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for certain relationships, it's different. Oh, like, yeah. With this man living over a thousand miles away. Obviously, it can't be physical touch or quality time. Mm-hmm. So it's like words of affirmation. Yeah. Mm hmm.
3: <laughs> Do you guys have any of those love languages that you would say like you don't like? Or something that does doesn't interest you nearly as much as the rest of them?
0: Uh, I know that I have a hard time receiving um, just because of like the relationship I have with like my parents growing up and like receiving something always like it could be thrown back in your face so like yeah held I,
1: over your head yeah so i have a
0: hard time like people like trying to do things for me mm-hmm. i can't fucking do it like oh you're like washing my dishes for me fuck you get the fuck out of my house i can't do that because i feel inherently guilty i'm mm-hmm. like did i earn this like do i deserve this type shit um so yeah i have a really hard time receiving things from people
1: yeah i do feel that too like sometimes someone will be like i'll be like i'm hungry and they'll be like oh can i door dash you something i literally just said i'm hungry but i'll be like no it's okay mm-hmm. i'm not hungry
0: yeah, the idea of somebody else taking yeah. care of me. I don't want to be like,
2: I don't know, like a burden
0: Same. or something.
1: Yeah. What
0: about you, Lorenzo?
3: I would probably, it's probably between that and words of affirmation. Probably really? Yeah. Well, it's just more of like, it, well, it's not that I don't like it. It's just that, like, you know, it's something. I think I talked about this last episode. It's either in this or by other podcast. But I talk about, like, you know, dudes normally – don't get that as much you mm-hmm. know um, so usually like inclined to not believe it mm-hmm. or like not fully accept it right mm-hmm. um, unless it's like something that you know that it's, it's a genuine thing then it's definitely something that sticks with you but like usually like stuff like that is to like eh, i'm not i'm good on that really yeah See,
0: i feel like that's what i try and like affirm with my partners i try and give them everything especially words of affirmation like you're so pretty even male female non-binary whatever if i call a man pretty
1: (coughs) she's in love (laughs) (laughs) no kaylee literally gives such stable love like before i met this woman i kind of was unhinged but like wow kaylee really was so sweet like for real
0: i think it's um something that i've talked about with my therapist is that uh as a person that feels like. And I don't know, I don't feel like I've ever had a really reciprocated relationship romantically. And so it's just so inherent to me as a person that feels like they haven't received to try and give to everybody. Because, like, I know what it's like to not receive Mm -hmm. and I don't want other people to feel that way. So it's just like, Mm -hmm. that's why I try and uh, take care of everybody because I'm like. I know what it feels like, and I don't want you to feel those things.
1: Yeah, that's so sad, but so true. Seriously, oh, don't you say were it's like, sad. <laughs> it's a little sad, but like for real, oh, you just felt like a warm blanket <laughs> and hot chocolate <laughs> and a nice bubble bath. I don't know. On a cold day,
0: I'm just like life is too short to, I don't know, not take care of one another. So. <laughs> that's my two pieces (laughs) for my trauma
1: i love that what about okay this is what i think i have a hard time with like love versus lust
0: i inherit i know the difference (laughs) i don't
1: like well i do know the difference but it's like
0: it does no they do combine like it does get kind of yeah because i feel like they have the same kind of um brain response like you get the same kind of adrenaline rush and like hormonal reaction to both things um i think i don't know because you want to be in lust with someone that you love like you want to have that consistent sexual attraction but lust on its own is completely different than being a combination of love
1: i think i just lusted people my whole life until this point it's like what but i'm like
0: I think that I was trying to find my father's love in every man that I slept with from the age of 19 to 20. Mm -hmm. But we're fine now. (laughs) Things are better.
2: (laughs) What about you, (laughs) (laughs) Um,
3: I would say it was definitely, like, I've definitely noticed that, like, now I want to, like, I want to find that lust. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, you don't it's want usually it to, yeah, I get you. Like yeah, it's usually like it's not times where like if a girl that um you know I have a crush on I don't want to I have a crush on them not because I find them super attractive and I like I probably do but it's more like I fuck with them so heavy on this certain level and anything else that I find out about them sexually after that is just a bonus you know. But there's also times where, like, you know, I definitely lust first <laughs> and then, you know, fall in love. So, mm-hmm. um,
0: have you different. either of you ever fallen in
1: love? I don't know.
3: I think so. <laughs>
1: How does that feel?
3: Baby barking up the wrong tree. I don't know.
1: <laughs> How does it feel to fall in love?
3: Um,. I think it's the comfortability mm-hmm. reaches a level that has never been reached before. Right? Reaches a level where it is damn near like past like family level. Mm-hmm. It reaches a level of comfortability where it's just like you know I can do anything around this person
2: mm-hmm.
3: and they can do anything around me. And I can be the truest form of myself. And I feel like once you find somebody that you know, you're able to be the truest form, because even if you know, even somebody you're dating, and you say you've only been dating for like you know six, seven months, right? You can definitely be yourself around them, but you're still gonna have some sort of border, because I feel like you have some, or not border, some barrier Mm -hmm. that you have around even your closest friends, you know, even your family. You have some sort of barrier. And I feel like when you're able to find somebody that you love, all of those barriers are gone. There's not a single barrier that is exists when you're around them. That's how I would define it.
1: How
0: long does that take though? I think it's different for every situation. It definitely, definitely is different. Hmm. Yeah.
3: It, it it can be I've seen people lift that border like that mm-hmm. and I've seen people it takes years. And I think for me personally it probably takes probably, like, years. It, it takes me a while to completely lift everything.
1: Mm-hmm. So how do you know you're in love, then?
3: The best way I try to explain to people when it comes to that type of stuff is just that, like, it just takes time. <laughs> but you do get to a point where, like, you look back and you see, oh, the feelings that I felt for them a year ago versus the feeling I felt, feel for them now completely different, you know, just evolved and closer, I guess, it's the best way to, f- to explain it.
1: So is love, is falling in love different than being in love? I think so. I think falling,
0: falling is like the progression to being in love, you know, mm-hmm. I think I personally have grown to love somebody, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever fallen in love with someone. I think I've fallen in um what's the word, like hyperfixiation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there are people who fed me when I was my most desperate and so it led to me needing more but it wasn't like me being in love. It was like, oh, you're just giving me everything I haven't had before. You know? Mm. Whereas like falling in love is like a gradual, like when I hear that word I feel at peace. You mm-hmm. know, It's so much of like a, a deep breath where you're just fully allowing yourself to trust somebody.
3: Yeah, that's a good point you brought up. because It's like it, it the that's the that's what i struggle with the most mm-hmm. is the difference between love and
0: hyperfixia yeah
3: and just effatuation mm-hmm. right the difference between being able to like i said before love someone for who they are or love the fact that they just give you attention or give you whatever you need at that moment
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah so
3: it's hard. It's a hard thing to uh, to distinguish, but I feel like, again, if it is able to stand that test of time, that's how you know it's it's real. Because all those little hyper fixations and all those, uh, you know, all the things that seem like temporary fixes, that stuff doesn't last long. Mm-hmm.
0: What would you say is your ideal partner?
1: Mm. Someone who's goopy Mm -hmm. and just silly and smart and hardworking and has great morals and just respectful, Mm -hmm. artistic, creative.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When it comes to morals, would you want them to have the same as you?
1: I think that they would need to be pretty much the same not everything has to be exactly the same but if someone doesn't have the same morals as me it's hard for me to even like be their friend valid because I'm like we're just not vibrating at the same lengths here Mm
2: -hmm.
1: what do you need like to affirm like
0: you're in a good partnership like what do you need from a person to value them as a partner
1: I think probably like words of affirmation and just feeling like you have my back and I have your back. Mm. Lorenzo. (laughs)
3: Um, Probably, wait, which question am I answering? Both of them. Oh, okay. Ideal Um, partner
0: and then what do you need to see them as a partner?
3: I would definitely, number one for me is independence. Mm. Um, That's probably what I look for the most is independence And then kindness, and then just fun. Those are probably, like, my main three. They're a kind human being. They can take care of themselves, and they're fun to be around. That's all I really need. And then, um, what was the same question? (laughs) Sorry, I'm so out of right now. Uh,
0: Like, what would you need to feel, like, affirmed in your relationship for you to feel like this is, like, a partner?
3: Oh, um, support for sure. I think that's another big thing that um, definitely came from the fact that I was able to have, you know, regardless of all the issues that I had with my parents, one thing that they always were able to do was support me, and um, I think that's something that I value a lot. So um, just that unconditional support on both sides, you know.
1: I totally agree with all those things you said. Yeah. What about you, Kaylee? Don don (laughs) don. Um, ideal partner.
0: Um, kind of the same things you said. I need someone that I can like be outrageously myself with, Mm -hmm. because I feel like I'm still finding out who I am, Mm -hmm. and I need to be comfortable with like who I am right now, and knowing that I'm not going to be the same person probably within the next month, three months, a year. Um, I need someone who values the idea of growing with me. Um, Mm -hmm. and isn't Mm -hmm. attached to essentially like who I am and needs that to be everything like of course everybody has like their base who they are like at their core but if I want to cut all my hair off in like four months then I need you to be down with that and I need you to still look at me like I'm the most beautiful person in the fucking world um because I would do the same thing for you uh I feel like if I can grow with you and you can do the same with me then that means we're in a partnership Mm -hmm. um beyond that I need someone who's really fucking funny like I laughter not only is it best medicine but it's like a bonding thing mm. if I can't laugh with you I'm shit not gonna work. No, I need to be like breaking ribs type laugh like yeah. I want that cause <laughs> I don't know because when I look at my parents not that they have the most amazing you know, relationship in the world they've always been able to make each other laugh mm-hmm. and like when it's like the hardest shit that's like what I want at the end of the day like I want someone that I can like lay down next to and like they'll say the most outrageous fucking shit but like Hey, if it made me laugh, then we're good, and I know things are going to be okay. Um, I think I also need somebody who, I don't need you to be inherently spiritual, but I need you to accept that I am an inherently spiritual person. Because I've been in situations before where people kind of reject that, and I'm like, that's such a deep aspect of who I am, that for you to reject it means you're rejecting me.
2: Because
0: mm-hmm. like, if this ends up being a long-term thing, if we somehow have kids, I would like my kids to know a little bit about hoodoo. You know, I'm not going to force my beliefs on my children because I, you know, grew up that way and I have that trauma. I don't want to bestow that upon my children as well. But I would want you to be supportive of me in those aspects Mm -hmm. because that's where I seek a lot of my happiness. And um, becoming a full circle human being Mm -hmm. involves my spirituality. Um, And then, yeah, someone who I don't know. Someone who I can take care of, but also wants to take care of me. Like if I'm sick in bed, I w- I would like for you to like not need me to ask you to do something, but for you to just mm-hmm. show up at my door with like fucking Gatorade and like mm-hmm. hopeless and Like I want that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm also a hopeless romantic. So and it's like I don't need a lot. I mm-hmm. really don't. But like I like the idea of um being claimed by somebody. Mm-hmm. Like walking down the block and somebody grabbing my hand because they want to show off that they're with me Mm -hmm. and it's not like a jealousy thing it's like i'm proud of the person that i'm with like
1: (laughs) that's so cute i feel that yeah
0: again it's so funny because i was talking about this with my mom she's like you really don't need much i'm like i really don't literally like i just just hold my hand and i don't know like tell me i'm pretty sometimes Mm -hmm. and lay down and watch a movie with me and also someone who understands mental health like mm-hmm. i feel like i'm substantially better than where i was but like there are gonna be days when my depression kicks my ass and i'm gonna want to lay in bed and i don't want you to berate me for that
1: literally i yes. don't want you to
0: be like oh you're lazy it's like no babe i just don't have like the physical and mental and emotional energy to do much and i don't need you to lay down next to me i just need you to know that this is just one of those days um because i've been in relationships where people don't see it that way, and they just see it as me being lazy. And I'm like, if I could get up at six o'clock in the fucking morning and go for a run like you could, I would. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not in that place mentally. Yep. Just support and understanding, and
1: yeah, just take me as I am. Take me as I
0: am, but be comfortable with the fact that I am going to grow as a person as well.
1: Mm-hmm. I like that.
0: Yeah, because I feel like I don't. I feel like um, in all my relationships, I have tried so much to give to people. And I feel like that's never really been reciprocated. So that's, I don't know. I think I always give 10 times more and that's just mean. I don't need you to give at the same, because I don't, I don't know. My expectations with people are kind of low.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Um, I don't need you to be on like that same level, but I want you to understand that like I need to, um, like, I, I need things, and I also want things, and I want to be comfortable with finding a way to give me those things and knowing that I'm always going to do my best to give those things back to you as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Just even
0: on the same playing field. Yeah,
1: I like that. You need someone that's, like, em- as, emot- as emotionally mature as you. Because mm-hmm. when people, like, take things wrong that way or, like, get offended by just you expressing how you feel, it's like, wow. Mm-hmm. This isn't going to work. That's
3: another big thing for me, too, is definitely, like, a a little bit of thick skin. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not going to bully you or anything, Mm -hmm. obviously, but I need some sort of give and take, you know? Yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean, as a person, that grew up with four siblings. Yeah. I... I can drag anybody's ass and I need you to be comfortable with knowing you're probably gonna be the person I drag the most and it's gonna be out of love. Mm -hmm. But if I'm like, baby, go get in the shower because your feet stink, I'm gonna need you to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not me being rude, it's me loving you Mm -hmm. at a distance. (laughs) (laughs) At a shower distance. At a shower distance. (laughs) No, I need you to be comfortable with that. Yeah. Also someone who can like keep up with my sex drive.
1: For real, like if you wanna do one round and be done, I'm sorry, babe. We're not gonna work (laughs) out. Like, sorry. It's not,
0: for me, it's not like, oh, wait, just one round. Like, I can do a one round and be done for the night. I'm just more so, like, I want to fuck, like, five times a week type shit. And I need you to be up on that shit
1: yeah and me like, too I don't know it's not even like we don't even have to fuck like, but like let me suck your dick a little seriously like can we just love each other like well, for we real. love you with my mouth for real like I kind of am a sex addict I need like, you if to you're support not my whore addict, activities literally it's not gonna fucking work because I wanna have sex everyday right Like, okay, maybe we can take a break one day. But, like, (laughs) six out of seven days, I want to fuck. I'm trying to, like, and
0: like everywhere. I want you in the shower. I want you on the kitchen floor. I want you outside. Like, you
1: know what I mean? Like, I need you to
0: be on my shit. Now, would I ever force somebody to have sex with me? No. Obviously not. Everything's consensual.
1: But just be on my level. Literally, in my last relationship with my ex, that shit, I knew it was never going to work. Because I'd be like, do you want to have sex? And they'd be like, not when you ask wait what? Oh, yes <laughs> i'm not even kidding you like if i asked this man to have sex with me he'd get pissed he'd be like don't ask me that i'm like incel Uh-oh. incel <laughs> incel incel do you see how I'm, never mind I
0: don't, know. I don't know and then i don't know <laughs> i just I, I i like to be able to throw it down whenever i want to but then also understand hey sometimes I don't wanna fuck all the time. Yeah. You just got to be on the same <laughs> with me. Yeah, it's you like just got to be able to read my body and know when it's time to <laughs> yep. go. More often than not, I'm down. But there are going to be days when like you got BV, you got yeast infection. Yep. You just got to know it's not I you can't be dropping my pains all the time.
1: For real. Okay, so let's say you can't have sex with them because you have BV or something, but they're horny and then they go watch porn. Are you going to be upset that they're watching porn? I
0: think I'd be upset if the bitch didn't look like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? No, I don't care. I really don't care. I feel like for some people, yeah. I mean, when I'm in a relationship, I really don't go out of my way to po- watch porn because mm-hmm. it's like if I'm horny, I have someone who is willing to help with, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, if I'm horny, I'm watching our videos.
1: Yeah, like when people are like, "What kind of porn do you watch?" I'm, I'm like, like my <laughs> what fuck you mean
0: I ain't gotta watch nobody else's bitch I'm baby keen right I like the POV cause it's my POV
1: <laughs> literally I'm
0: like oh yeah
1: <laughs> I'm like I literally just look at my nudes and I get horny me
0: <laughs> I'm like damn that pussy is so pretty <laughs> is that like narcissism or something no it's self love baby. it's okay, self love I'll be looking yeah. at my titties sometimes I'm like damn for real I'm like and my titties are big enough that I can suck on them so yes I wish, <laughs> if I could eat my own pussy, if I could eat my oh. own pussy, I would do it in a fucking. Litter- I would literally always be like, and I'm that bitch that don't even let nobody go down yeah. on her. Oh my god! Oh my god! Anyways, Lorenzo has a, had a lot to say in the past ten minutes. So we just have one. No,
3: no, no. It's just it's really funny how I feel like every single one of these episodes end this way. <laughs> every single one of them. It's hilarious.
1: Sex addicts unite. Not sex addicts. We just
0: sexually positive. That's all. Okay. What? Sometimes I'm like,
1: I think I like sex a lot.
0: As you should. (laughs) As you should.
1: As long as you're not abusing it. That's true. Uh Uh-oh. That's what I tell everybody.
0: I'm like, as long as nobody's getting hurt and it's not a dependency type of thing, you're good.
1: And that's not what it is. There you go. It's just fun. Exactly. It is self-love. How
0: long has it been since the last time you had sex? Uh,
1: like February 17th
0: sorry
1: thank you <laughs> <laughs> it's because my boo thing is in freaking Georgia and I'm trying to y- just you know start a new chapter in my life As you shy. we love
0: and support yeah okay I feel like we started talking so much and I had a question for you and I completely <laughs> lost You're it I don't even remember what tangent really? we were on how we even got there me either how important is sex for you in your relationships
3: oh um it's definitely still really important.
1: Like on a scale from one to ten. If you're if she wants to fuck ten times a
3: week. It's not even for me, it's not even about the amount. Like it it is. But not <laughs> not, not, not not completely, right? So you know
1: It's the quality over quantity.
3: Yes, I agree. Okay. I think that like, you know, if you have if you're having great sex, like there's sometimes where I've had, I've had sex. That's like, it's satisfying me for a little bit. Right. Or like, I've had this. And I was like, I'm, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm fulfilled for, for now. Um, yeah. So I would say it just has to be great. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's more of my limits. I don't have to have it, you know, five times. A week. I don't even know if I could do fucking five times a week. <laughs> I probably could, but like, I need, like, a day, you know.
1: Okay, here's my question. Well, f- you have two days off. Five out <laughs> of seven there you is go. two off. Yeah.
3: yeah, so I would have to be, like, a, a Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. But what
0: if she's horny Monday, Wednesday, and Friday?
1: <laughs> yeah, what
3: happens, when I got to like do Monday, <laughs> Wednesday, <laughs> Friday.
1: <laughs> you're <laughs> just going to do it. You're not going to be, like, don't fucking ask me that. No,
3: no, 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 no.
1: You could just be, like, I'm not in the mood. And I would take it at face value. Yeah. I'd be like, okay.
3: No, well, and that's the other thing for me, too, right? Mm. If you're in the mood, I'll be in the mood, right? So if you're not in the mood, I won't be in the mood. Mm-hmm. Yep. There will be times where you may not be in the mood. I will be in the mood. It's like, All right, whatever. Mm. I don't, it's not something that's like, oh, my God, I'm horny. I need to do something about it right now. No, it's whatever. Mm. But, you know, as a straight dude, nine times out of ten, if you are giving me some sort of hint that you want to have sex with me, I will do it. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to be in the mood. I'll just do it.
0: Here's my question. So, (laughs) how in love do you have to be with somebody to eat her out when she has BV? Like, would you, do you think you could get to a place in a relationship where you'd be like, fuck it, I love her. I'll do it.
1: Give me that stank pussy. (laughs)
0: Like, pussy, um, wide open, you getting a waft of garbage.
3: And she's, <laughs>
0: but that's
3: your bitch. And she's asking she's for She's asking. It? Oh, God. Um,
1: <laughs>
3: that's that's, that's true level. love to me. That's yeah. marriage level. That's, you gotta be, we, we gotta be married? We gotta be married. You gotta be married. Or at least close to it. Yes. That's, that's like honeymoon type shit. <laughs> like, oh, that's unfortunate. I guess I gotta, you know.
1: <laughs> Eat that pussy, though. Yeah.
0: What about you, Caroline? What if dude had smegma? What (laughs) is that? You don't know what smegma is? No, it sounds dick cheese. It's dick cheese. (laughs) It's like literally. Most men, if they're if they haven't had um, a circumcision and they don't clean their foreskin very well, will develop. Don't because when you gag, I gag. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: They'll develop like like this consistency that is quite. Stop! Stop it! No. Like
1: cottage cheese. Yes. <laughs> stop! <laughs> I'm sweating. I think I agree with Lorenzo. <laughs> I don't no. I, I need to. I, I think th-
3: that's different, though. I think it's a little different than BV because I think that that should be a no all the time. <laughs> like,
1: that should
3: that should <laughs> <even> be a <laughs> stop.
1: <laughs> sorry. I don't think. No offense, if you're unser- if you're um still have that flappy flap, <laughs> fine. But I'm sorry. I don't think that. I don't
0: know. I I what I, if <laughs> what if Quay asked you to give him head? Well, he has a nice penis. That doesn't. I'm saying. Listen, y'all were out all day. You've been doing a whole bunch of sweating, whatever. You get into it, you're both horny, and then he whips out his dick, and there's just a little something-something on it. Would you still do it? (laughs) (laughs) The fact that you're not answering is making me feel like you're going to say yes, because you're just that down bad. (laughs) Would you do it?
2: What's
1: on it? Does it just dick cheese? E- no! I don't want that! I would just say go take a shower, bae. Like, let's go have some shower sex. He's not gonna have dick cheese though.
0: If he did, though, that's what I'm asking.
1: What if there was like, what if the plumbing
0: was out? What if it was like either yes or no? That's all I'm asking.
3: Would you do it? Would you ride okay for your man? No. I think it's okay, Caroline.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I think it would need to be, like, how horny am I? You're like. the horniest
3: you've ever been.
1: Well, then, yes, because I would be so fucking horny. If I was the horniest I ever been. Now, what if you're sucking a man's dick and it tastes like cheese? <laughs> Helma. Nah. I would say respectfully. respectfully. I'm leaving. <laughs> These are
0: my favorite questions to ask people. Oh, my God. They make me laugh so hard. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm trying to think what I do. I mean I've I've done things I really shouldn't have because I'm just afraid of hurting people's feelings. Yeah. Like dude whose fucking dick smell like a toddler's belly button. Yeah. Like f- like a toddler's oh gym God. class, bro. Like it was bad and I still because 'cause I'm that much of a pleaser. Yeah. Should I have no. Do I think I got like a bacterial infection in my throat <laughs> the next couple of days? I'm pretty sure I did. But he was, <laughs> I was like fucking eighteen. He was twenty six. Oh bro.
1: hell no, nah, he's nasty. That's
0: like borderline. <laughs> and he was just not attractive enough for me to have done that. Oh
1: my God, it's because you were young and dumb. I know. I know. Damn, I want to kick him in the head.
0: Listen, I don't think you should wish death on people.
1: I didn't say that.
0: I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yes, no. I mean, I don't know. My only thing is, I probably wouldn't give somebody. Had if they had a yeast infection because you can get a yeast infection in your mouth.
1: Yeah,
0: that'd be my. If I woke up and I had a yeast infection in my fucking mouth, at the Uh, back of my tongue was itching, I would whoop that bitch's ass. Yeah,
1: that. Whether I
0: consented to do it or not, I'm still whooping your ass. Mm -hmm. What would be like your? I love these questions. They make
1: me so getting nervous, (laughs) (laughs) y'all.
0: Okay, what would be like your deal breaker when it comes to having sex with your partner? Fuck the smug shit. like. Something like that's just gonna throw you off. You could be as horny as you want, but they do this one thing and suddenly it's gone.
1: If your penis is too skinny
0: <laughs> No. But I mean like they're your partner, like you you already have been on that
2: dick oh. before
1: <laughs> Um
0: Like what's your immediate turn off? <laughs> I'm give me some time to think.
1: Dee doo dee I'm going to dee do.
3: throw it over there. What's your immediate turn off? Oh, mine for sure is uh, they try to tell me what to do.
1: You're
0: not submissive.
3: I don't like that. No. I literally, I've had it where, you know, I was in my car and probably top five most attractive chicks I've ever had. And she said. And I quote <laughs> Just just put it in me already. Oh <laughs> As we're like in the middle of like some foreplay, right? <laughs> my I'm telling you, I'm dead ass. Mm-hmm. My dick just went soft. Oh
2: <laughs> no
1: it, Like
3: immediately. And oh I was god. like, Yeah, there's no saving this. Oh god. Damn,
1: you were yeah. like this dick isn't going in. No. There. Yeah.
3: No. It there was like imme- like she like said a couple things like that too and I was just like I don't like this. No. Mm. Nope, don't like that.
1: It's not for everybody. He no. said Elva Male. <laughs> <laughs> he said Dom King.
3: Yeah. I
0: Apparently. Like that, no,
3: I don't like
1: hmm. No, what about you? Yeah,
2: come on.
0: I don't know. There's not one thing that would like instantly turn you off. Minus smells. and <sighs> in- like if I, listen, it's not like a body odor. Like if it's like, oh, you're a little funky today, I don't really give a mm. fuck. But if it's, like, something where I know something needs to be taken care of, instant turn off. Because I'm like, that's disrespectful for you to show up to my fucking house. And I just scraped my fucking pussy so that uh. it was platable. And you're just in this bitch, like, fucking raw dog in yeah. it. And it smells like uh, like yeast.
3: Like, mm-hmm. more than my pussy smells like yeast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be concerned.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Smells. Do you have yeah.
3: an issue more with men or women?
0: like men just because like y'all got a lot more hanging out there yeah so like when things start to get a little hot outside things get hot inside whereas like if a woman is a woman is having an issue it's more so like like an actual issue
2: Mm -hmm. like
0: i feel like i've never had pussy that's like i don't know well i've never had bad pussy which oh god why is everyone calling me today um but yeah i don't think i've ever had like a Nasty, yeah, whatever. I feel like
1: women's vaginas don't just get like sweaty, whereas men's do get all sweaty,
0: yeah, and it's like there's definitely a different smell, like mm-hmm. when a vagina's fresh we've talked about it sometimes that should be smelling good, mm-hmm. sometimes that'd be make make making a bitch feel like a little bit feral, you know, mm. I'd be wanting to get in that pussy when a man smells like sweaty, it's like,,
1: mm. yeah, it's just gross, it's just a little different.
0: it's my fan club, sorry, oh. <laughs> Um, what about you? Well no, I can't ask you, you're a straight man. <laughs> what about you?
1: <laughs> you know, I haven't really fucked s- too many people that were smelling bad. Mm-hmm.
3: Can't relate. I <laughs> yeah, probably count on like my, my fingers, probably less than Can't relate. Too
0: I don't know. I just be down bad very easily. And I'm like, I don't know. It's just to me it's so human at the same mm-hmm. time where it's like if you smell a little funky, I'm like well maybe i like the taste you know like yeah. I, i'm a bitch that tries anything once
1: yeah you're freaky i'm freaky deaky yeah mine is like women sometimes have bv but like you said that's kind of like
0: that's more like a oh like that's uh, not your fault yeah that's, like, that's, just that's just not like, like your you ph got thrown the fuck right like you, it's not like you didn't wash up it's like oh yeah. like my pussy's just off today mm-hmm. whereas like a man when he smells that's just more of you're not taking care of yourself exactly
3: that's fair that's fair it's mm-hmm. definitely
0: fair um i don't know ask a question Come on, we'll, we'll run this for, like, another five minutes. We'll wrap up.
1: Okay. Um,
0: I love asking intrusive side questions. Psychos- like, these are my favorite fucking things to
1: talk yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> I see that. You have a lot <laughs> of questions. Sure. I, I can't even it! think of any. I love it so much. Okay, let's just say. Oh, no. What? That. What? <laughs> Lorenzo, do you have a question? Ask me anything. <laughs> okay, okay. Ask me, let me anything,
0: think, let me think. please. Because um, you know I'll answer it.
1: Let's say you're just so horny, okay, and you've been late for work like three times in the past month, and they're like, literally, stop being late to work. But you're just so fucking horny, and you need to have sex before you go to work. Would I do it? Would you have sex and be late to work, or would you just be like, fuck?
0: Am I like in a relationship at this time? Like, is there someone that like is in my bed next to you? Yeah, someone's
1: right next to you, so it's like, oh, you're tempted. Girl, I'm getting that quickie in. What you mean? Work will still be there. Okay. So you'll get fired for that punani. <laughs> Depends on where I'm working. Okay. 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 Okay.
3: I got one Um, What is the longest you've traveled just for sex? I'm the passenger farthest.
0: princess, so I don't travel anywhere. People come travel to me. Oh, wow. Um, but, well, I'm queer. I don't drive. I've had a guy drive all the way from Kenosha, pick me up, drive back to Kenosha. We fucked for like two hours, go back to Milwaukee. So I think that's the farthest I've ever really done anything. Again, I wasn't driving. Okay, so that's just a guy thing.
3: All right, well, never mind.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mine? No, you went to fucking. (laughs) I went to fucking L.A. Oh. But that's a. Oh, my God. I squirted. Like, I'm so (laughs) happy I went. That, like. And it was L.A. So, like, obviously. But if. You were fucking a girl.
0: And she squirted. Are you drinking that shit? Oh
1: my God. (laughs) Probably I'll try to catch that (laughs) shit. Like, you know that one scene? (laughs) Lorenzo's face. (laughs) You know that one scene in freaking Madagascar 2 where, like, all the zebras <laughs> are, spinning like, the spinning water. water and, like, twirling around and, like, catching it in their mouth? That'd be me.
3: Oh, my God. I like,
1: I just made you squirt. <laughs> oh, my God.
3: <laughs>
0: I'm bringing out the fucking straw, bitch. I'm sucking that shit till it's dry. <laughs> uh. Yep. Yep.
1: <laughs> Lorenzo's scared. He just put his bit. toes on the table. <laughs> Lorenzo, have you ever made a girl squirt? Yes. yes ah, how? When is it my turn to do Oh, things? I know. How do you make a girl squirt?
3: Well, it's usually... It's either they do or they don't. Like, it's just girls that just, like, naturally do it. And mm-hmm. there's girls that... Well, there was somebody where, like... They would do it every time without fail if... I'm so jealous. <laughs> if you like you you're fucking them for a little bit and then like you get them right in the rhythm and then you stop and then immediately start eating them out afterwards yeah uh? i found that out uh the hard way one time and not prepared and then oh, this, you drank the, my sheets were just oh my god covered. that's so
1: hot <laughs> get a towel at that point. I feel yeah. bad for girls who like squirt uncontrollably though. I because don't. it's Bessie messy. all over my face.
0: All over my face. I want you to squirt in my pussy. Okay,
1: but imagine this share. you're having sex. <laughs> 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 you're having sex every night and you need to get up and literally wash your sheets because now your sheets are all wet. Well when I make people nut, that happens every fucking time. So oh. We're making a mess, regardless. Okay, so valid. Um, I feel like you're either a squirter or a creamer. I'm a creamer. Me too.
0: Mm-hmm. I be it's like Oreo cream cheese or something uh. like I don't know. It's it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's always nice when when I got. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what did this episode turn into?
3: <laughs> friendship, guys, is <This> supposed <laughs> to be about friendship
1: man oh. is down
0: there, and he like looks up at you, and he's like, "You're creaming all over me." I'm like,
1: oh, "I know." Literally, he's like, "Cream on that dick, cream on that dick." Uh,
0: okay,
3: <laughs> <you>. <laughs>
1: I'm sweating. Yeah, I need to have some sex. I'm, I'm having flashbacks.
3: I, I feel like every—that's why I said last time. I feel like it, it happens every, happens every time, <laughs> time after <laughs> the end of the podcast. Just you guys just get, collectively get each other more and more horny, and it's the funniest thing. <laughs> yeah. Without fail.
1: Yeah, people are just literally (laughs) listening to us get horny, bitch. That's kind of, but that's us all the time.
0: We're around each other long enough for like, bitch. You remember that one time? (laughs) Damn. And I still have that superhero, super whatever. The
1: you needed to, if you want. I am not dying. Bro, if you want to squirt, Kaylee, take the pill. I'm hydrated enough that I should be squirting. No, because so am I, and I never squirted. I only squirted one time, and that's when I took that pussy pill. And it was beautiful. And I want it again. When Quay comes here, I'm getting that pussy pill.
0: If I take it, will you be the one to
1: do it? Oh, yes. Are (laughs) (laughs) you? Y'all heard it here. Finish your sentence. Y'all heard it here. I'm going to make Kaylee squirt. Um. Anything else <laughs> before we wrap up the podcast? Um. Peace, love, guidance. I love talking about these things. Yeah, this is why we're going to hell. <laughs> I don't
0: know. If we're going to hell, we're gonna have fun. Yeah. It's
1: gonna be me and you, Bessie. But, and we're gonna be fucking some Lucifer's. All right, we're gonna end that there. <laughs> okay. Peace, love, and I, I love you. Peace <laughs> <love> out. <laughs>